Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. On this newscast, we read excerpts from public domain works, as well as original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please subscribe and share it with a friend. If you have a book or topic idea, please get in touch on our website, snoozecast.com. This program is supported by Cats Who Purr Loudly and Fall Asleep in Your Lap. Tonight, I'll be reading the snoozy opening chapters from A House of Gentlefolk, also known as Home of the Gentry and A Nest of the Gentry. A House of Gentlefolk is a novel by Ivan Turgenev, published in 1859, Russia. It was enthusiastically received by the Russian society and remained Turgenev's least controversial and most widely read novel until the end of the 19th century. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 1 A bright spring day was fading into evening. High overhead, in the clear heavens, small rosy clouds seemed hardly to move across the sky, but to be sinking into its depths of blue. In a handsome house in one of the outlying streets of the government town of O, it was in the year 1842, two women were sitting at an open window. 
one was about fifty, the other an old lady of seventy. The name of the former was Maria Dmitrievna Kalatin. Her husband, a shrewd, determined man of obstinate, bilious temperament, had been dead for ten years. He had been a provincial public prosecutor, noted in his own day as a successful man of business. He had received a fair education and had been to the university, but having been born in narrow circumstances, he realized early in life the necessity of pushing his own way in the world and making money. It had been a love match on Maria Dmitrievna's side. He was not bad-looking, was clever, and could be very agreeable when he chose. Maria Dmitrievna Pesto, that was her maiden name, had lost her parents in childhood. She spent some years in a boarding school in Moscow, and after leaving school, lived on the family estate of Poskrovsko, about 40 miles from O, with her aunt and her elder brother. This brother soon after obtained a post in Petersburg and made them a scanty allowance. He treated his aunt and sister very shabbily till his sudden death cut short his career. Maria Dmitrievna inherited Poskrovsko, but she did not live there long. Two years after her marriage with Kalatin, who succeeded in winning her heart in a few days, Pokrovsko was exchanged for another estate, which yielded a much larger income, but was utterly unattractive and had no house. At the same time, Kalatin took a house in the town of O, in which he and his wife took up their permanent abode. There was a large garden round the house, which on one side looked out upon the open country away from the town. And so, decided Calatine, who had a great distaste for the quiet of country life, there would be no need for them to be dragging themselves off into the country. In her heart, Maria Dmitrievna more than once regretted her pretty Poskrovsko with its babbling brook, its wide meadows, and green copses. But she never opposed her husband in anything, and had the greatest veneration for his wisdom and knowledge of the world. When after fifteen years of married life he died, leaving her with a son and two daughters, Maria Dmitrievna had grown so accustomed to her house and to town life that she had no inclination to leave O. In her youth, Maria Dmitrievna had always been spoken of as a pretty blonde, and at fifty her features had not lost all charm, though they were somewhat coarser and less delicate in outline. She was more sentimental.